Hello, you are listening to Freedom in Christianity, a blog and podcast by Father Anthony Paul. Freedom in Christianity is focused on exploring the faith as seen through the love of God, which comes only by freedom. Father Anthony Paul is a priest of the Coptic Orthodox Diocese of Los Angeles and a member of the St. Paul Brotherhood. This podcast is brought to you by Anaphora Radio. And now, Father Anthony Paul. The next question came by way of a scenario. So, the situation is, you and many of your friends are out to eat during one of the church fasts at restaurant ABC. You, being the lazy spiritual one, have decided not to start fasting yet and will postpone for another week. As all of you order your food and it finally arrives, you begin to eat. All of your friends have ordered some non-dairy, non-meat item on the item. But you are currently enjoying that nice 10-ounce New York ribeye cut steak. As Tiny Tim sits next to you looking down at his plate of guacamole, rice, and black beans, his stomach aches for just a sliver of the fat from that steak. All of you leave the restaurant filled and go home except for Tiny Tim. He keeps thinking of that sliver of fat and caves in. He drives to the nearest fast food joint and grabs himself several double-double burgers from In-N-Out. You have been at home happily asleep since dinner time when all of this has taken place. So the question is, what is the definition of a stomach block, so to speak? Who has the responsibility or burden? So I think St. Paul answers this one directly. Now concerning food offered to idols, we know that all of us possess knowledge. Knowledge puffs up, but love builds up. If anyone imagines that he knows something, he does not yet know as he ought to know. But if one loves God, one is known by him. Hence, as to the eating of foods offered to idols, we know that an idol has no real existence, and that there is no God but one. For although there may be so-called gods in heaven or on earth, as indeed there are many gods and many lords, yet for us there is only one God, the Father, from whom are all things and for whom we exist, and one Lord, Jesus Christ, whom we are all things and through whom we exist. However, not all possess this knowledge, but some, through being hitherto accustomed to idols, eat food as really offered to an idol, and their conscience, being weak, is defiled. Food will not commend us to God. We are no worse off if we do not eat, and no better off if we do. Only take care, lest this liberty of yours somehow become a stomach block to the weak. For if anyone sees you, a man of knowledge, at table in an idol's temple, might he not be encouraged, in his con- if his conscience is weak, to eat food offered to idols? And so by your knowledge this weak man is destroyed, the brother for whom Christ died. Thus, sinning against your brethren and wounding their conscience when it is weak, you sin against Christ. Therefore, if food is a cause of my brother's falling, I will never eat meat lest I cause my brother to fall. 1 Corinthians 8. So basically, the rule is love. Whether the person is lazy about fasting or simply was given a lighter rule of fasting than the others, he should have consideration for those around him, because the greater rule is love. We have to think about ourselves in light of the community, not just in light of our own immediate wants. What I do affects others, and thus I must mind that when I make a choice, that it is public. So a follow-up question came from this. What are your thoughts on the converse situation? A guy breaks his fast so his friend who isn't fasting isn't offended for whatever reason. It really depends on the situation. Am I breaking fast out of the law of love, or because I just want to break fast? This really requires a person to be very honest with himself. I think an example would be helpful, a holler if you have one in mind. In general, though, the law of love requires a person to be consistent and honest. I mean, 
If I'm visiting someone's home, there's lots of non-fasting food, but some vegetarian dishes, I can help myself to the foods that are fasting as much as possible. If the host is offended and then says, oh, you didn't try this or that, then depending on your relationship with that person will dictate how you respond. If this person is someone not familiar with the church, etc., and is very offensive that one not eat, then that person maybe ought to eat. The person, however, doesn't need to pig out on the other foods because it's his only chance to do so. Today, though, a lot of people ask any dietary considerations because now there are many vegans or people who need gluten-free foods, etc. If the person who invited you is orthodox but for some reason didn't realize it was a fasting day, let's say they don't fast Wednesday and Friday, for example, then perhaps it's best to stay quiet and eat the food rather than to shame them. If it's your buddy from church, however, and he just didn't feel like fasting, and it's someone you chill with a lot that this is going to become an ongoing issue, then it's not hard for you to say, bro, do you have anything fasting? I can't go through every facet because there are so many, but again, it's going to depend on your relationship with the other person coupled with internal honesty with self. We hope that you have enjoyed and been edified by today's episode. If you have any questions and wish to reach Father Anthony Paul, please send an email to ap at freedominchristianity.com. Thank you for listening to Anaphora Radio.